Hey guys, this is Chelsea Eithoven and you're listening to Vibrancy Radio. I spent the better part of two decades in pursuit of shrinking my body, but diet after diet, I still never felt enough. And I don't know about you, but the last word I would use to describe myself while on a diet is vibrant. After becoming a certified health and nutrition coach, I finally dropped the diets, learned to trust my body again, and rediscovered the vibrancy that was within me all along. And now I help women like you do the same. Vibrancy Radio is your new go-to resource for science-backed nutritional knowledge, major mindset shifts, and body image breakthroughs. So if you're ready to stop feeling so dang stressed about food all the time and start focusing on all the things that make you unique and vibrant, then welcome to the show. Hello, and thank you for joining me today. Welcome back to Vibrancy Radio, or welcome if it's your first time listening. Good to have you here. And, you know, I've been getting some messages recently of people listening to the podcast and telling me the value that they're getting from it. And I can't tell you how much that means to me. You guys, like, just imagine what I'm doing right now, okay? I'm sitting in my office by myself (laughs) recording these podcasts. And sometimes it feels like when people, like, if I don't hear messages or anything like that, feels like I'm just talking into the abyss. And I'm like, never knowing if anyone's liking it or anything like that. So you guys reaching out to let me know you're listening makes my whole life, not even my day, not even my week, not even my month. It like makes my whole life. I don't know. I'm the type of person I really enjoy. Maybe I need a lot of validation. I don't know. Do you? Just me? I don't know. I like validation. Anyways, so it's just really nice to hear from you guys. If you are listening, please reach out on Instagram at brightlightchels. You can find it in the show notes. Say hey or just follow me there for more random thoughts, right? Because I try to compose myself pretty well on the podcast, but Instagram is kind of a lot more random, a lot more just like (laughs) me being me, (laughs) which can be weird at times. It gets weird, but join me. I think you'll like it if you like this podcast. So anyways, let's dive in and let's chat today. So let's talk about things that I'm loving this week. Something that I am loving this week is my coffee mug warmer that I got. You guys, I've had this in my Amazon cart for over a year and it's like 20 bucks. Like what girl, just buy it. I don't know why I wouldn't just buy it, but I just bought it. I did it because one of my clients got one and posted about it and I was like, all right, I'm going to do it. She was like, it is so worth it. Just do it. And I did it. And it's incredible for two reasons. Number one, because I'm always drinking a cold beverage that is supposed to be a hot beverage. I always have like a cup of tea or a coffee or a decaf coffee or rasa. If any of you guys have had rasa, it is so good. If not, ooh, I should talk about that on another things that I love little segment. But anyways, The coffee mug warmer keeps my drinks actually warm. It's so miraculous. So I can take my time. I can get distracted from it. I can podcast. You know, when I podcast, obviously, I'm not picking up my drink every three seconds, right? But it stays warm. And after I'm done, I can pick it up and we're good to go. It's incredible. And here's another thing, a little hack if you have one. And if you're also a candle fanatic like me, if you have the candles and you know when you burn them, sometimes some candles, the sides, there's a bunch of built up wax on the sides. But 
the middle part is all burned up. And so you can't really burn it and it burns unevenly, but you can't use it anymore. You can set your candle on the coffee mug warmer and it melts the wax. And so you smell the candle without actually burning it. And also you get to use all that wax that potentially could have been wasted. You might've just had to throw it away without using all the wax. It's freaking awesome. I have that going right now. I have this cute little candle that has pieces of real lavender in it and it smells so good. It's sitting on my coffee cup warmer right now. So anyways, that is what I am loving. I'm enjoying sharing these things with you. I just think it's so fun. Maybe it's because I feel very (laughs) influencer-esque. I love looking at the Instagrams of like influencers sharing the things that they like. I just think it's fun. And also, as you know, it's not always a physical product. Sometimes it's, you know, a service or, you know, a little tip or an activity or anything, just things that I'm enjoying. It's fun to kind of start the podcast with that. So I hope you are enjoying that as well. So let's talk about what we're going to chat about today. And that is overwhelm. (sighs) I just had to take a deep breath because I have been very overwhelmed recently. I have been in a funky funk And I did share this on Instagram. If you follow me on Instagram, when you're listening to this, a few weeks ago, I have been talking about the funk that I was in, basically just the low emotional period that I had been in for, I've been in, I've been in it for a while, you know, to be honest, I've been in it for a while. But part of that came from massive overwhelm. And I'm recording this podcast on a Friday. I normally record it on a Tuesday, but overwhelm had really got the best of me this week. So first of all, what I wanted to do with you was kind of share the process that I used to kind of get out of overwhelm and allow myself to be able to continue the things that I know will help me, right? And will continue to move me towards my goals and just let me go to sleep feeling good about my day. Because let me tell you what normally happens when I experience overwhelm or what used to happen in the past, I guess, let's say, is I would feel overwhelmed and I didn't like that feeling and it put me into freeze mode. So, you know, we all have heard of fight or flight, right? I tend to freeze (laughs) when I'm overwhelmed. I don't know where to start, right? And do you, do you, experience this ever? I bet you do, right? I feel like it's a very normal human phenomenon. And so I wanted to share with you uh, all the things that I have gathered, all the information I've gathered over the years of being a self-proclaimed self-development junkie, right? I've picked up a lot of tips and tricks to manage things like this and really manage my mind and in a way that actually works for me, right? Because for years and years and years, I heard like, if you're overwhelmed, people say just start right and I'm like bitch that's not helpful to me that doesn't that doesn't help me just start I don't know where to start I don't know what to start with my brain is like going a million miles a minute you know and just like these like very tough lovey type messages that are meant to be helpful and for a lot of people they're not I was a part of those a lot of people (laughs) so I want to share with you what's actually worked for me and why it works and maybe this could help you get through some moments of overwhelm and be able to actually you know, just start, right? I think there's some steps and some things we need to understand and a little bit more guidance is required, I think, to go through those emotionally hard moments of overwhelm. So first of all, why am I talking about 
about overwhelm? Well, like I said, I think it's so common for people to experience. And the fact that I have created a little system or found something that's helped, it's not really a legit system, okay? It's like, I'm just going to give you what I did and what worked for me. So it's not a legit system, but I just wanted to share because again, I think there's a lot of people that struggle with this and don't even know where to start. So maybe this could help you start, number one. Number two, as you know, this is a podcast mostly about health and nutrition. Well, when I'm overwhelmed, guess what? Your girl is not great at making great nutritional choices when I'm overwhelmed, okay? For example, this week, like I said, it's so Monday was when I was feeling the most extreme overwhelm. And I just ended up eating. I planned on, I was like thinking, okay, I'll go to the grocery store. Over the weekend, the plan was, you know, go to the grocery store Monday morning and get my groceries and all that and have a a breakfast of a 1-3 plate, which is the balanced meal method I teach my clients. Well, we were out of town this weekend and I was so overwhelmed on Monday morning, the thought of like putting together the grocery list that meant I had to figure out all the meals for the week. That meant I had to figure out what I was about to eat for breakfast. That mean I meant I had to go to the store and unpack the groceries and do all those things, which of course are silly little things that don't take a whole lot of effort. But when you're overwhelmed and you're thinking of the million things you're going to do, it's like too much. So I just ended up eating leftover pizza for breakfast, which P.S., there's nothing wrong with that, but definitely didn't leave me feeling my best. It wasn't the most energizing choice. It kind of like when I eat meals like that that aren't balanced, I feel really heavy physically and mentally. And then also then I get hungry again quicker, right? I'm physically heavy. Like I feel kind of stuffed. And then I'm like hungry again, not long after because it was pretty much all carbohydrates with some fat. So anyways, I don't make great nutritional choices, and you may be the same. So this does, in fact, tie into health and wellness. So why was I overwhelmed? Let's start there. We'll start there, and we'll do a little story time, okay? So we went away for the weekend. Don't worry, we were socially distanced. We went to a little Airbnb in a tiny little town called Aberdeen in Mississippi. We stayed at a place called Three Goats Cottage. It was so cute. If you happen to ever be in Aberdeen, Mississippi, I would highly recommend staying there. Shout out to them. They were the sweetest little couple, and we stayed in their little cottage and it was just perfect. It was so much fun. And so anyways, we were away for the weekend. And when we got home on Monday morning, I woke up to my house was a mess. I didn't take the time like I normally do to kind of tidy up before we left. I didn't eat well over the weekend. And then I was mad at myself for doing that. I was annoyed at myself because I knew I should have planned better and like brought some easy chopped vegetables and like, you know, we're I'm going to be real with you. Tiny little towns in Mississippi or, you know, the deep south. I don't want to speak for everyone or for every town, but for the most part, they don't tend to have the healthiest options available. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You catch my drift? Yeah. So nothing wrong with that at all. But I just know for me personally, it doesn't physically leave me feeling my best. So you know, hardly ate vegetables all weekend, felt like I didn't make great food choices. And although that was kind of out of my control, I felt like I should have planned ahead a little bit more. So already, can you hear myself? Can you hear how much I was like beating myself up for the past, right? Let's start there. That's part of my overwhelm. And then also 
it didn't have Wi-Fi. The house didn't have Wi-Fi. So I had planned on doing some things for work that I obviously couldn't get done because I didn't have Wi-Fi. So I just felt like I was starting Monday morning already behind and like was thinking of five million things in my head that needed to get done. And so I literally just laid down on the counter, <laughs> like not my whole body on the counter, but like my, from the hips up, I like laid down on the counter. It was just like, Ugh, like I didn't know where to start. And my husband was home because it was MLK day. So I just felt so overwhelmed and I didn't know where to start. And I just wanted to crawl back in bed. Have you ever had that feeling? And I did end up, fast forward to the end of that day, I ended up being very productive and getting things done and, and figuring th- figuring it out and feeling so much more positive. And I was actually able to get started. So I want to tell you what happened in between there that helped me get out of that overwhelmed mindset and into some action, right? Because if we're overwhelmed, a lot of times it's because we have so many things to do. And so freezing in that moment, we're just delaying all the doing, right? And it's just going to be that much harder. And I will say right now, even though we're already 13 minutes in, this podcast may be a little jumbled because normally I plan them out pretty well and have my outlines and my bullets and everything in order and everything, you know, kind of really well planned out. This one, I did not do that. I'm allowing myself to be imperfect. I'm giving myself grace just because of the situation that I've been in this week and how overwhelmed I felt. I'm allowing myself to not be perfect, to take messy action. So what I did was I I jotted down in my notes on my phone what I was doing as I was doing it to overcome this overwhelm because I was thinking as it was happening that I knew this could help other people. So that being said, I'm literally just looking at the notes on my phone. It's kind of a mess. It's not like a specific, normally I like to give you a very guided like step one, step two, step three, bullet one, bullet two, bullet three, reason one, you know, this is not going to be like that. So just, just, just come along for the ride. Just hang on as best you can. Okay. Okay. So the first thing I did to kind of manage this overwhelm as I was laying on the countertop (laughs) is that I managed my thoughts. So I remembered something that I preach frequently and talk to my clients about and, and something that I coach on a lot. And I just had a remembrance of this thing that I talk about all the time. And it's so funny in the moments that are difficult, sometimes we forget the things that we know, right? Do you ever feel like that? You forget those strategies in the actual hard moments. You have the strategies for them and you forget them. So, but I remembered luckily that life is 50, 50 life is 50. 50% positive and 50% negative emotions. And that is just how it goes. No matter how perfect your body is, no matter how much money you have in your bank account, no matter, you know, I think a lot of times we imagine that when we have this thing, whatever the thing is we're striving for, we're going to be so much happier and like that is going to tick up, right? The positive emotions are going to be 90% of the time and the negative emotions are only going to be 10% of the time. Well, I hate to burst your bubble, but that's not how humanity works. (laughs) Those people who have the perfect body in your eyes, those people who have the money that you want, those people that have the loving family that you desire or the perfect husband or all that thing, they still feel negative 50% of the time and positive 50% of the time. And I think a lot of us spend so much of our existence trying to 
push away the negative feelings. But the truth be told is sometimes you just have to allow them to be there. And it is a strong belief of mine that Emotions are here to tell us something, and we have to be willing to experience the discomfort of the negative emotions. So that being said, I just allowed myself to feel that negative feeling. When I was getting overwhelmed and I was trying to push away the feeling and thinking like, what what can I do right now that will make me feel better? I Could I eat pizza? Could I, you know watch Netflix, you know, so any some form of numbing. But as we know, that doesn't really solve the problem. It doesn't really fix the emotion. It just delays it, right? And sometimes I just think before we take any action, we just have to allow ourselves to feel it. So I did. I allowed myself to feel overwhelmed for a while. And I am lucky enough to have a supportive husband, but I would highly suggest also in these moments to allow people to support you, right? So my husband actually (laughs) reminded me of like some things that I could do, things that I have told him, by the way, because when I'm in a good mindset, you know, of course, I share with him all the information I share with you before I share it with you because I'm so excited and I just want to tell somebody and like let them know what I'm learning and what I'm coaching on. And I'm like, this stuff gets me hype, obviously, which is why I made a career out of it. But he reminds me when I'm in those low moments, right? He's like, well, he said, what if you go take a bath? And what if you do a brain dump like you told me is helpful when you're overwhelmed and you just like wrote it all out? You took your little journal in the bathtub and you and you did that. And I was like, you're a genius. <laughs> I, I did not think of that, you know? So I allowed myself to be supported by him and I allowed him to make a suggestion that was helpful. And I just, this might be, you know, obvious to some of you, but for me, I've always resisted support. And that's something that I've been working on in my adult years, accepting support. And I let him support me and I let him help me and remind me of the things that might benefit me in this moment. And I was open to that, right? Because sometimes, sometimes again, this goes back to feeling the feelings. Sometimes you are not ready to move forward, right? Do you ever feel that way? Like you're in a negative emotion or whatever, and somebody says something that could possibly help, but you're resistant to it because you're like, I'm not ready to move on, right? Let yourself feel it for a minute before you try to find a solution. Just feel it. That emotion needs to come up and out and through you. So I allowed him to support me and remind me of the the things that I know are best for me in these moments. And I truly had forgotten them. I truly was like, my brain was so in overdrive at that point that I hadn't even thought of these things, right? And I also made it abundantly clear to him. I sent some boundaries that I was not able to provide him with anything in this moment, right? Because earlier that morning, he had asked me like, oh, what should I have for breakfast? You know, I don't know. He always struggles to think of what to eat for breakfast, which I think is so funny. Every single week he says this and I'm like, go on Pinterest. I don't know. But normally I would try to like help him figure it out. But I said to him, I love you and I don't have the capacity to add one more thing to my mental to-do list right now. So I can't in this moment help you. Maybe later I can help you decide what you're going to eat for breakfast, but right now I can't. So setting boundaries is important too in these moments, right? And that might look like with your kids or 
with people who request things of you right away, you know, somebody texts you and asks you, can you send me this information? Somebody you work with asks for it, just say, thank you so much. Or, you know, I, I just, I need a moment. Can you ask me about this again tomorrow? That's like the most pivotal phrase for me, right? Can you ask me about this again tomorrow or later? I have a lot on my brain right now. I'm not going to be able to help in the best capacity right now. And I don't have any extra room on my plate right now. But I can help you with this at another time. If you could come back to me, right? A lot of times we put that responsibility on ourselves when we're overwhelmed. And we're like, okay, let me get back to you later. And then you're adding another thing to your to-do list. Put it on them, Okay. This has been so helpful to me. And and this is not being rude. This is advocating for yourself. And this is setting healthy boundaries, right? Healthy boundaries. And I know the example I gave is tiny, but that's the only thing that had come up in that moment on that day that I that I utilized that tool. So I just wanted to share that with you. It is totally okay to do that. And I know some people have a harder time with that. Just start practicing it, you know and see how it goes and see what changes it makes. So those are kind of like the mental things that I did. I remembered that life is 50-50. I allowed myself to feel the emotion. And then I started with some action, okay? So I allowed myself to feel it. I was ready to move forward with some action. Of course, when you're overwhelmed though, your brain is going 1 million miles an hour and it's like, what do I start with? I would suggest you always start with a brain dump. So I did, in fact, go into the bath because the bath is like my comfort zone. It's a coping mechanism for me. (laughs) And whilst all my coping mechanisms used to be very unhealthy, like drinking alcohol and smoking weed, and eating food, like particularly greasy, junky food. Not saying that I never use those anymore, right? I'm not perfect human and I never claim to be. But now I've noticed that that like desire and like like what I really crave when I feel in a negative emotion is a bath. <laughs> it's like... I'm like, is it turning into an unhealthy coping mechanism? I don't know because like I might be addicted. Is that bad? I don't know. I don't know. Because like it's just, I'm just sitting in a bowl of water. I'm not hurting anybody. I'm not hurting my body. And actually what's funny enough is I do actually use the bath as motivation for myself to do things that I don't really feel like doing because it's so much comfier in there. So responding to DMs, which I love doing, but it takes a little motivation to get started. Responding to DMs, clearing out my email, doing this brain dump, right? So I got in the bath. So maybe for you, maybe allow yourself to do something comforting to you while you're doing it. So if that's putting on music for you, if that's getting under a cozy blanket, if that's crawling back into bed while you do this, just like giving yourself a little bit of that self-soothing like comfort, right? What makes you feel good? Is that pouring a cup of hot tea or a cup of coffee or something like that? So I got into the bath And I did the brain dump on my phone because I feel like it's weird to like write on a notebook in the bath. I was like, what am I going to do? Like hold it above the water? Anyways, that's a side note. So I got in the bath. I was like feeling calmed and soothed from that warm water. Oh, I just love the bath. I'm like, I love it. But anyways, what I did was in my notes, first I did a huge brain dump. So every single little thing that was swimming through my mind at a million miles an hour, I did a brain dump and I typed it all out. And here is like what I did. I kind of typed it out in categories. I typed it out in 
just random thoughts, right? So like there was a section for random thoughts. There was a section for things I needed to do today. And there was a section of things I wanted to do in the future, okay? And to me, breaking it up into those little spaces was really, really helpful because I had all these random thoughts coming through. But like as they were coming, I was just typing them in one of those three categories, things to do today, things to do at some point in the future, and just random thoughts that were kind of swimming through my head. Okay, so you know, that helped me because I felt like I just cleared it all out and my brain didn't feel like it had to hold on to anything anymore. It was now free to relax because a lot of times when we are trying to hold everything into our head, this will happen to me at night sometimes and make it really hard for me to sleep, right? I'll be thinking, well, I need to do this tomorrow. I need to do that tomorrow. I need to do this. And my brain's trying so hard to hold on to that so I don't forget it. What I do now is I physically stand up out of bed and go write it on a piece of paper. What I need to do is set a notebook by my bed so that I can literally just roll over and write it down. But then my brain feels like it has permission to relax, right? My brain's like, okay, I feel better. I have permission to relax. I don't have to try so hard to hold on to this piece of information. Something else is doing it for me, the notebook, right? So I find it so soothing to just do a brain dump. If you're going to do anything from this podcast... Try this when you're overwhelmed and see how it helps. So I like felt so much better now. I could just focus on the things that I wanted to get done today, right? And one of the number one things that I wanted to get done first before I moved forward was doing some thought work and dismantling some of those mean thoughts I was having about myself, right? Those kind of like those thoughts that I was beating myself up about that I mentioned previously, like the fact that I was like, oh, I should have planned my food. I didn't do this right, right? I did some thought work around those and I won't share exactly how I did the thought work because it will take too long on this episode to share, but maybe I'll share it with you another time. But I just did some thought work and dismantled some of those mean things that I was thinking about myself, right? And for example, one of the thoughts that I dismantled was, was one of the thoughts was, I am a freaking nutrition coach and I spent this whole weekend not eating well. And literally I teach people about consistency. (gasps) I am such a hypocrite. That's what a thought that I was saying about myself. You guys, that is so mean. That is so mean to myself. (laughs) And it's also not true, right? So I had to do some thought work because that was making me feel more unnecessary negative emotions. I had to dismantle that and understand and remember rather that that doesn't make me a hypocrite, number one, that makes me human. And when these things happen to me, it actually gives me a really good reminder of what I was going through on a really regular basis, like every weekend and every time I went away. It reminds me of those things. And when I'm reminded of that, I can better help my clients, right? Because I'm like, oh yeah, I just experienced this again recently. And this is what I did. And this is how I moved forward, right? And I can help my clients do that again. Sometimes when you're so far away from the problem and it's something you haven't experienced in so long, you kind of forget, you know, you kind of forget to touch on that or how to handle it. So I was rather great instead of being like beating myself up for what I did, I was in the experience of being grateful 
I was like shifting that around so that I was grateful that that happened so that I could remember and so that I could share with my clients some new revelations I had about that situation, you know, and also like I just looked at it as a learning experience. I had to remind myself everything is a learning experience. Nothing is a problem. It is an opportunity to learn and grow. And so next time I will absolutely think about that. Next time I go to a tiny little town, I'll just be prepared just in case, right? And and it had me feeling more positive. And when we feel more positive, we're more likely to take positive action towards our goals, right? So I did that. So I did my brain dump, number one, in the bath, got out of the bath, did some thought work, and just helped me just dismantle some of those mean thoughts I was saying about myself because those were clogging up my brain as well. So I did those two things. And then... I put someone positive in my ear. So what do I mean by that? I put on a podcast. I put on a podcast. I literally looked up a podcast about handling and managing overwhelm. And I listened to a podcast about it from someone who's done it before, you know? And and what that did was I already had a little bit of strategy, but it just made me feel comforted, right? And like like I had a little bit of a game plan and their words just made me feel comforted. So I put on that podcast and one of the things that was on my to-do list was to clear up my physical space. So I started folding laundry. I tidied up my area. And for me, cleaning up my physical space helps me so much. So that was like the first thing on my list that I wanted to cross off to get done today. But having that positive voice in my ear was so helpful to, again, furthering myself, getting back into that positive headspace. So I, and you know, Right now, that might be you listening to me. And if it is, I feel so honored. And I'm here for you, girl. And everybody, or or boy, you know, boy, what's up, boy? Probably, yeah. anyways, let's move on. I was about to get myself very distracted and off on a tangent. Let's not do that. But that might be me right now. And that is so stinking cool. And I hope that if that is me right now, that I can help you through. And just one, maybe even one little nugget from this podcast helps you get through overwhelm. I will be so delighted. So cool. You know, you got this. I'm here for you. You can do this. So some things that were on my list of what to do, right? I did brain dump a bunch of things. Like I said, that were swimming through my brain. Like you need to clean your car. You need to, you know, get this person this. You need to send this person this. Obviously all my work tasks, you know, all these kinds of things. But I really try to constrain and narrow down to a few things that were going to really help me feel better about this overwhelm and feel like I could manage things better. So a couple things on my list were, like I said, that thought work. Something else on my list was supporting my physical body. My physical body, as I told you, was not feeling good. Supporting your physical body should always come first because when your physical body is not supported and feeling good, it's really, really really hard to do anything else. And here's why is because our brains are focused on our survival, right? And, and basically, our brains really don't care about thriving, they care about surviving, right? So if you don't have enough water, if you haven't eaten a good nutritious meal, if you haven't slept enough, if you haven't done all those things, right? If your body physically is not in a good place, it's going to be very hard to move forward. So so I put some things on my list that would support my body, my physical body and my brain. So 
drinking three large jars of water. I have these jars of water that I think are two or three cups of water each. I wanted to drink three of those a day because I knew I had not been drinking enough water over the weekend. I knew that would support my physical body. So that was one thing that I could easily get started on right away. I wanted to go on an outdoor walk. I wanted to make that a priority because I needed to be in nature and kind of ground myself again and get a little bit of physical movement. And I wanted to meditate because my brain, as you realize, was going 1 million miles an hour. So those three things were on my list and they were of utmost importance to me. Another thing that was on my list was to, like I said, tidy one thing. Now, looking around my house, I had a bunch of stuff to tidy, but I wanted to just do one thing. So I started with one thing and I only put one thing on the list of like absolutely had to get done today. I will say that kind of snowballed and I ended up tidying a bunch of stuff. I unpacked, I did my laundry, I vacuumed the house. I just got the house feeling fresher, but visual clutter helps or visual clutter contributes to mental clutter. And here is why. Every time you, even if you're not doing this on a conscious level, every time you visually see something that you need to clean up, your brain is thinking in its mind, oh, I need to do that. So that's just another thing that your brain is thinking, oh, I need to do that. Even if you don't consciously think that, it is doing that. And it's also just more input for your brain to take in. We don't realize it, but our brain is taking in thousands upon thousands of pieces of input every single second. And the more visual clutter we have, obviously, the more input we have. And that leads to overwhelm. So I put on my list tidy one thing and I was doing that while I was listening to my podcast. And that was really helpful for me for me because it helped me started sort of started a snowball effect of feeling positive about the productivity and actually feeling, you know, the sensation of actually being able to check that thing off of that list and, you know, delete it from my my list on my phone was felt really good. So I tidied one thing. And then I I was thinking so much about supporting my physical body. So I planned my groceries for the week. Okay. So that is what I would. So, you know, that was another thing was to support my physical body because then I wouldn't have to worry about every single meal being like, what am I going to eat? What am I going to eat? What am I going to eat? You know, and going back to this, I relied on my husband a little bit more. I asked him to go get the groceries. So I didn't rely completely on myself. I said, I will make the grocery list and plan what we're going to eat and Well, he plans two meals a week and I plan two meals a week for dinners, but I allowed myself to be supported by him and he went to the grocery store. I didn't feel like I had to do it all. And that's really helpful, right? So yeah. And you know, you might not be able to do all of these things, right? And if you're feeling overwhelmed uh, and this is contributing to more overwhelm, that completely goes against the point. (laughs) But if you can do anything of this or you take anything from this, I would say at least do the brain dump and do some thought work and, and, you know, give yourself reasons to feel positive again. If you're not sure how to do the thought work, I can do a podcast about that soon. And then do at least one thing for your physical body. So if you just do the brain dump and one thing for your physical body, that is enough. Okay. I know that this podcast was totally not as organized or 
maybe didn't make as much sense as some of my other podcasts, <laughs> but hopefully it brought you at least a little bit of value. My, like I've mentioned in previous podcasts, how I listen to podcasts is I listen and I absorb the information and I enjoy listening. And then usually I'll get like one little tidbit from that podcast. It's not the whole thing, but it's like one tidbit. So even if you get one tidbit from this, I... I'm grateful for that. And as always, I'm grateful for you listening. Thank you for being here and spending this time with me. So just to recap a little bit, what I did to overcome overwhelm was I remembered that life was 50-50 and I allowed myself to feel that negative emotion for a little bit. I allowed myself to be supported. So I allowed my husband to support me by helping me get some of the things done on my to-do list and reminding me some of the things that I had taught him about managing these moments that in the moment I forgot about, right? (laughs) It was just too overwhelmed to think about and allowed him to support me by, you know, going to the grocery store and that kind of thing. So I allowed myself to be supported and then I did a brain dump and I wrote down things that I needed to do that day, things, thoughts that were swimming through my mind, and things that I needed to do in the near future. And then I simply started tackling that list, starting with the thought work, starting with one physical thing I could do with my body. I started with the water, right? And, and yeah, and just started, that got me to enough momentum and enough of a calm feeling to move forward with my day. So I hope that this was helpful to you. Again, I know it was kind of jumbled, but I'm allowing myself to be imperfect here. And I hope you still found some value. If you did, please leave me a rating and review and subscribe so that you can get the new podcasts that come out every single Monday. And I hope that you have just the most vibrant day. And I hope if you are feeling overwhelmed that you take a minute to 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 really take care of yourself you know, take care of yourself. You deserve it. And another quick reminder before we wrap up, you're not here to be a productivity queen. We're not robots. We are humans. And that's why we get overwhelmed with all the input and all the things that we have to do in today's day and age. So just allow yourself some grace. And if you do use a whole day just feeling overwhelmed, that's okay too. I have totally done that and I totally do do that from time to time. And it's okay. You are still valuable. You are still worthy. You are still incredible. All right. I love you guys so much. Have a wonderful day and I'll talk to you next time.